Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. He has oftentimes tried to destroy this house. This is not her house. She was a very violent person. It's like it's taking, you know, over her life. What did the voice say? Lee. Her family was haunted. This is not good. There's a lot of chaotic energy, and he'll flip out. She's not okay. She's a disaster. You're mine. You can't escape. My name is Amy Allen. What's happening? I see dead people. It seems like a devil. I speak to dead people. He's pissed off, and they speak to me. I felt real fear. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. I think she's being murdered. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. Serial killer pops in my head. And I know every person, every house has secrets. Nobody believes me. It's my job to reveal them. Do you think there's still bodies there? I do. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. You got problems. I got news for you. When we uncover if it's safe for you to stay... This is our house, whether they like it or not. Or time to get out. This is their house, the house of the dead. I'm back in Flint, Michigan. I got a call from a local sheriff who's literally scared for his mom's life. And he's not talking about street crime. He says there's something in the house that's really trying to hurt her, and he has no idea how to fight it. Hopefully, Amy and I can help him out. Before Amy arrives, I look for any leading information. This house is filled with photos and religious symbols. Once they're covered or removed, the location will be ready for tonight's walk. As soon as we pulled into the neighborhood, I feel horribly ill, dizzy, nauseous, panic, and this anxiety because of whatever happened here. 
it definitely is very present. And my head is like killing me. Like all the back of my head is just killing me. Well, Ryan, I'm glad to be here, especially knowing you're a fellow cop. You called because of your mom. Yes. And she's going through some tough times here. Correct. My mom lives here alone. She's had multiple things happen here, and it just seems to have gradually escalated. And she told me that every night something occurs, whether it's a noise, seeing apparitions, stuff getting thrown, feeling like something's standing at the end of her bed, something getting into bed with her. I know my mom. If she says something's going on, I know something's legitimately going on. Now, how long has she been here? Seven years. Did you ask her to move? No, because I know she couldn't. Financially, times aren't the best for anybody. So let me ask you another question. What do you think is going on in this house? According to the neighbors, somebody passed away in here. Okay. Previous owner. And uh, I think it's probably him. Uh, I don't know much about it, but... I could have researched what exactly happened here, obviously being in law enforcement, right. a lot more than I did. And I guess that's because I didn't really want to know. Now, it's got to be tough for you knowing your mom's here alone. Yes. I mean, she's not comfortable in her house. You want to be comfortable when you come home from work. You want to feel safe. She doesn't. If my mom's not comfortable in her house, I don't feel comfortable bringing my wife, who's pregnant, and my baby in this house. There's definitely something here. Oh, there's something wrong with the tree. What do you mean? Very bad things have happened. Several people have been injured. I feel like a kid got hurt. Like, I'm actually seeing these weird things in the trees. They're walking around, breaking branches. I don't know if they're dead people or something else. They definitely can shapeshift. What's gonna scare you is what they're gonna show you. Yeah, there's some creepy Now, Ryan, why'd you bring me into this bedroom? Well, this is where I stayed for the couple of months that I lived here with my mother, and this is where the situation occurred that uh, started making me look into, you know, exactly what was going on here. Okay, what happened? Well, I was sleeping, and then next thing I know, woke up for 15 seconds. I was pinned down in my bed, and I was like I was paralyzed. I couldn't do anything. And I saw him holding me down. He was right in my face, laughing, like, I'm doing this to you, and you can't do anything about it. Okay, were you dreaming? No. I mean, I was clear-minded. I knew where I was at. Now, Ryan, after experiencing what you did and knowing what your mom's going through, I mean, it's got to have your word that every night she comes into the house alone. This is not her house. What the hell? I'm seeing, like, this guy. He's, like, a big guy, built, tough, and he's naked, and he has, like, a crust all over his body. He told me that he was a convict and a felon. He definitely acts out a lot. 
The man does not like anyone in here. Anybody in here is going to get it. And I do see him, like, coming up and, like, you know, just, like, bam, bam, over and over and over and over. He pretty much hated everyone when he was alive, and he hates everybody now. I think he's even lifted the bed to the living. It kind of looks like a big black shadow entity, you know, like just looming and just going nuts. Now, Cindy, you're Dawn's younger sister. Yes. Now, you know your sister better than anybody, I would think. Have you seen any change in her? Yes, a lot. In what way? It's this home. It's like it's taking, you know, over her life. Like a man takes over a woman's life, controlling right. man. Right. And it doesn't want her to go anywhere. Okay, so now the obvious question I'm going to ask you is, have you had any experiences while you've been here? Yes, I have. Well, Don and I were down here, and I was standing, like, with my back towards the fire burner, and I feel like a quick tug on my shirt. Did you get caught up on anything? Were you moving? Or you no, stashed? I was in the middle of the room. That's strange. Anything else? Um, a couple of months ago, um, I thought I saw a man standing at the bottom of the stairs. Of these stairs? Yes. Like watching me come in. Okay, what did it look like? It was just a shadow of a man. It was so dark I couldn't see through it. I don't like it being here right now. Now, Dawn's here alone. I'm curious what your opinion is as to whatever's here wants from her. 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 Meaning? Soul. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, my God. It's your sister. Think about that question. Seeing that convict, this is his area. Oh, he's pretty physical. Like, he's pretty a solid person. I think they do feel him pulling people, like grabbing their arms, like, get over here, I'm trying to talk to you. He's like, I'm good, I can do this. He has oftentimes tried to destroy this house, and then the walls won't be able to hold him anymore. How does he try to do that? Well, he was showing me with the oven and the gas. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to be down here with that. And he was around with gas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, talk to your son and talk to your sister. They're worried about you. Yeah, I'm not as outgoing and happy as I used to be. I'm just getting so used to things going on that it's just like, oh, that happened again, or I hear a noise, and it's like, okay, it's in here. So do you think that whatever's here is controlling you? Um, probably. Um, your son don't want to bring his family here. And I just feel like whatever's here enjoys that. That way, I'm by myself. I feel watched. I'm not alone. I'm just with it, whatever is here. Now, knowing you've had experiences throughout the house, is there any place you can show me? Sure, yeah. Okay. I don't spend time down here because it gives me the creeps. What's going on? Well, I've heard uh, a voice. So what did the voice say? It said, leave. I left very quickly. Did you tell if it was a male or a female voice? To me, it sounded like a man. Was it threatening? Yeah, to me, I felt threatening when somebody tells you to leave your own home. Anything else? I was coming in from the garage. I heard a squeaking noise. And I looked down, and I see my basement door opening. There was no wind, nothing. And I saw it open halfway. It stopped. And I just ran out in the front yard and called my sister. Nobody was in the house, I assume? No. Now, I noticed that you're visibly more nervous talking inside the house here. Oh, very nervous. I normally don't talk about it in the house because I feel as if when I do, there's going to be more activity at night. Okay, so you feel us talking about this inside the house is going to make things worse here? Oh, definitely, tonight. So I'm seeing a big guy. One thing that he likes to do, you know, like slamming doors. He'll flip out and he'll like throw fit and like, you know, bashing himself like full body, like into the walls. And that's something that the living would yeah. experience? Yes. There's a lot of chaotic energy. He's very good at like throwing his on other people. Like in life, you could hit them, you know, in death. He can be as physical as he can be. It's like, feel that, take that, feel that. He's really, really good at that. Okay, this is a storage room, I guess, right? This is my storage room. I only come in here when I need to get something out. What the hell is this? Well, one day I came in, and um, I keep a bouquet of flowers in this box. Okay. And when I came in, one single flower from that bouquet was in the middle of the floor. So could if somebody come down here and move the flower? No, nobody comes into the house. So what's with the frames? 
it's Christian, and I just felt safer putting him there. What just happened like a couple days ago? No, it's been at least three years. It's been like this for three years? Yeah, at least three years. And you've left it here on the floor? I left it on the floor, and if I ever come down here to get something, I just walk around it. Okay. And what, what do you think the meaning of the flower was? That whatever is here, it's wanted me to accept the flower. And I said right out loud, I am not accepting this flower. I'm leaving it right here. A woman is crying a lot down here. I think she's not okay. Uh, mentally, she's not okay. She's a, a disaster. Um, very thin. Um, she's decaying. And it hurts also in the, in the back of the neck. It hurts. And she's, oh, man, it hurts really bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> I don't know how old she is. Mid-20s, maybe. Very depressed. All the time. How would the living experience that? They would feel her. They would feel a lot of stress. They would feel her get into bed with them, sleeping there, talking to them, touching, caressing, like petting almost, like petting them and snuggling, like trying to snuggle up. She wants a mom and a dad. This is a very active room. Okay, what's going on? I was sleeping on my back, and something leaned over and gave me a kiss, like it was a goodnight kiss. Not in a, in a romantic way? Not in a romantic way at all. Anything else going on here? When I'm sleeping, it will come and sit down on the bed, and I wake up because I can feel something going down on the bed. Okay. As if someone's sitting down on the bed. I just can't move. I'm, I'm trying everything, and I can't move. I've tried ignoring it. I guess I can't ignore it anymore. I want my granddaughter to be able to spend the night. Doing these investigations for as long as I've been doing them now, everything you're describing to me, this is not good. I'm glad your son called when he did. You know, putting your head in the sand doesn't help. Look, I've done it for, what, it's almost six years now. Well, I hope you know that I believe what you're telling me. Thank you. The depressed girl likes it in here a lot. This is her uh, bed, her bedroom. She comes here. Uh, she likes to sleep on that side. She would like to just stay up here all the time, um, but she can't. She goes from the basement to here. She'll walk down the hallway, and I think that people have seen her walking in the hallway. But when the living come, she hangs on to them. Yesterday, Ryan told me he thought somebody passed away at his mom's home. So I made a few calls, and it turns out it's true. I'm on my way back to Dawn's place to meet the previous owner, who tells me her husband died unexpectedly right inside the house. Let me ask you a question. Are you, are you a little sad being back here? Or? Just feel kind of funny. Funny? I feel like crying. <laughs> How long did you guys live here for? We lived here a couple of years. Do you remember the years that you were here? Uh, I think maybe around 2003. He passed away in 2005. He died in the house? He died in the master bathroom. Was it sudden? Yeah, very sudden. He was 52, I believe. 
Okay. I didn't find him right away. Um, I was bringing in some of the groceries, and I thought it strange that he wasn't out there helping me. It was just a little unnerving when I kept calling his name. Okay. And he never responded. I'm sorry to bring this up. Yes. You okay? Yeah? You okay? Yeah. You sure? All right. I know this is tough, and I, I really appreciate you helping me. Thank you. What, what did he do for a living? He was a career soldier, 23 and a half years. This is a picture when my husband came home from the Gulf War. What kind of guy was he? He was a very fun-loving. Um, he liked to be the clown, go to family reunions. This is one photo that we had taken, I believe it was on one of our anniversaries in Hawaii. That's where we were stationed. I miss him a lot still. I gotta ask you an odd question. Okay. Um, when you did live here, did you ever have anything happen here that you experienced that you can't explain? Mm-hmm, yes. You did? Definitely. I always felt somebody was staring at me. After he died, I could really feel like maybe he was the one. You think maybe he was here right after he died in the house? I think so, okay. just for a little while. It was a good feeling with that. I feel like there is another shadow entity like crawling uh, down the hallway. It's like really fast. In military, they train you uh, like that movement when they're crawling. It's like nighttime. Somebody looking down the hall is seeing this thing coming at them like this. He's confused about where he is. That's why I say military, because it's almost like he's doing tactical assessing, you know, like he doesn't know he's in a house. Do you know if he interacts with the living? I saw this kid seeing a shadow person crawling down the hallway. Was in a uh, crib, probably two or three years old. Now, in just about every investigation, I reach out to a local historian to see if they know anything about my client's property. I just got a call from a local archivist who says he hit pay dirt. Seems the original owner of Dawn's land suffered a lot. I'm heading over to meet with him now to see what he found out. Now, you mentioned on the phone that the original owners of my client's property had a rough go of it. Uh, what do you know about them? The Utley family came here around 1848 from New York State. More than likely, they're Methodists. John came out here with his wife, Lydia, and their four children. Well, you mentioned they had a tragic time on the land. What do you mean? Uh, well, they had 16 grandchildren between the three sons. Okay. Six of them died fairly young, before age 15. That's a lot. That's quite a few. We do know that they um, had a set of twins, a boy and a girl, and they died at age one day. No cause of death listed. Okay. And then a grandson, Clarence, who died at um, 15 years, five months from dropsy. All right, what about the other three? We have no idea. They all died before death records. Well, that's a lot of tragedy for just one family. Those weren't the only deaths. Uh, the one daughter-in-law died at age 41. Now, Michael, you mentioned the original owners were John and Lydia. Now, what wound up happening to them? Uh, Lydia died in 1861. She was in her 60s. Then John dies, 1874. He's 86. Well, we're talking about a lot of tragedy here. We're talking about six grandchildren, a daughter-in-law, and John and Lydia all dying on the property. Yes, in a short period of time. I see this little woman. She's like 
very uh, motherly um, and very nurturing. She is thrilled um, that this is happening, <laughs> uh, which is strange because she's religious. I want to say that she's Christian. She's excited that we're here. I think she had uh, several sons. She says that the family, her family was haunted. She thought, oh, it's a family curse. I thought that they were demons and that the family was, for some reason, being haunted or tormented by these things through the generations. She was just hoping and praying uh, that it wouldn't happen to her sons. But now, you know, and now she feels bad because it did and it is, and it's not gonna stop. I've already uncovered 10 people who died on Dawn's property. Eight of them way too young. But I still need to see if there's anything else that might help my investigation. Searching through the archives, I find one of Flint's most notorious criminals, Tommy Nesbitt. Turns out he lived right next door to my client's problem. I don't know if it's gonna help my case or not, but I gotta know more about it. I made some calls and reached a retired detective who said he's gonna look into it for me. So Robert, what were you able to find out about this Tommy Nesbitt guy? He apparently likes to be in jail. Okay. He became a thief at the age of 12. He was caught stealing from orchards and adjacent to his neighborhood. I gotta assume we're not sitting here because this kid just stole fruit. No, but the crimes increased and escalated. By the time he was 13, he was sent away to juvenile hall. His first uh, prison time was for breaking into trains and stealing mittens and gloves. Once he got out of prison, did he straighten out? No. He continued to commit crimes. In 1904, Tommy robbed a hobo on one of the trains, and the train was moving. And during the robbery, the hobo fell off the train and eventually died from his injuries that he received. And he yeah. winds up in the fight throwing him off the train. Yep. And Tommy was charged with robbery and sent to Marquette Prison for five to 25 years. Uh, he told the justice that he wanted to be a world-class bank robber. How much time does he wind up doing? Seven years. Seven years? Yes. I said, did they parole him? Well, his mother became sick at that time, and uh, when he was in prison, he learned he had tuberculosis, or TB. That was one of the reasons they sent him home. Both his mother was sick and he was sick. They spent a lot of time talking about this kid, like he was a real famous criminal here. Well, he was famous. Uh, some of the articles referred to it is uh, Tommy's in jail again, or something, but first name only. So what winds up happening to this guy? Well, he came home. And 30 days after that, or a month after that, his mother died from her disease. And in June of 1912, he died of TB. So this kid was just born bad, basically. I would think so. I'm seeing the big violent guy again. This guy causes problems. He said he is a convict and a felon. And he has a gun. He's spinning the gun. And he's like, oh, sometimes you got to play the game. This big guy is the most advanced and dangerous entity in the house. I'm going back downstairs to see if I can get any more information about what he was like in life. He was a very violent person. He was always carrying a gun. You know, he always had to take care of business. 
I encountered a lot of dead people during my walk, but the dead woman interacting with the living concerns me the most. There's two people in the bed, and then there's a dead female who is in the bed in between them, but she's kind of cuddling the person to the left. Okay. She has long hair, she's pretty thin, she has dark circles under her eyes, you know, sunken cheeks. Is this what you saw? Yes, that's what I saw. Now that Amy and I have completed our investigations, we're ready to reveal our findings to each other and our clients for the first time. Well, Amy, I'd like you to meet Dawn. This is her home. She lives here alone. Now, the reason we're here is because her son Ryan and her sister Cindy are really worried about her. She actually thinks that something in this house is trying to take her sister's soul. Now, when I spoke to Dawn, it seems like she was in denial. But the more I was talking to her, the more I think she's ready to face what's going on in this house and meet it head on and fight it. With that, I'm going to have Amy tell us about what she saw in her walk. When I walked in the house, I saw an elderly woman. She is extremely religious. She's very motherly, very nurturing. She said that she had several sons, um, that she was very proud of them. But she did have a regret, and that was not telling her sons that she felt their family was being haunted by demons. And she didn't tell them because she was praying that it wouldn't affect them. That it would them. go away. Right. And she feels guilty because it ended up that they, too, were seeing and having experiences. Well, the only woman that comes even close to that is the original owner of your property, a woman named Lydia Utley. She had several sons, and she was a religious woman. She was Methodist. But there was some tragedy in the family. I came across a whole bunch of death records for the entire family. Wow. Now, the, wow. Now the three sons wow. that she did have all lost two kids each on this property. Oh. So she lost six grandchildren, five of them under the age of three. Now, one of the sons actually had a wife who died at the age of 41. Uh, his name was Asa. They all died on the property. The whole family did. Oh, my gosh. Next, I encountered a male who was tall and thin, and it seemed to me that he seemed lost and confused. Didn't really know he was, like, in a house, and he was crawling down the hall, and I think because of how he was doing what he was doing, he probably was military at some point. Um, and also, I do think that it's very possible that the living might see him as a shadow person. I was hoping this wasn't going to happen, but you guys knew that a previous homeowner died here. His name was Ron. I was able to talk to his wife and actually meet her in person. Patsy and Ron wind up moving into your house in 2003. Now, Ron wind up dying of a massive heart attack suddenly on December 17th. 2005. Amy, you mentioned he may be a military guy. Well, Ron wind up serving 23 years in the Army. This is him here. When I talked to her, she felt that he was still here because she stayed here two years after he passed. What, what do you think about this guy? I never encountered him here as a conscious entity. So he might have moved on then. Now, you guys have theories about this guy, so at least now you have an answer about what the deal was. 
So what else? When I was in the basement, there was a male. He oh is a fairly big guy, bald, and he's very solid for a dead person. And I saw him like banging up against the walls, like just like throwing a fit. So I feel he can be a physical threat. He doesn't want to be here anymore, but he is trapped here. Sometimes he'll be interacting with the living person here. So like grabbing their arm or pulling them. So he gets physical in the basement. Yeah. Well, you've been tugged, right? Yes. Tell Amy about that. Uh, Dawn was showing me her basement and I felt somebody grab the back of my sweater and tug on it. And I turned around and there was nothing there. And I, I, and I was in the middle of the room. Now, tell me about the door incident. I came home in the middle of the day and I heard a noise, the creaking noise. And I looked down and saw the basement door opening. You, didn't you see a shadow at the bottom of the stairs? I was coming in the back door and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a man standing at the bottom of the stairs looking up at me, like waiting for me. What did he look like to you? He was just all, he was tall, big, and he stood there like he was something, that I am here and I'm the boss. Mm -hmm. When I was upstairs and I went into the guest bedroom, he was pissed. That's his area, and he does not like anybody in there. Basically, he said that anybody who comes in there is gonna get it. I do see him like coming up and like, you know, just like, bam, bam, over and over and over and over. I think he's even lifted the bed. I mean, the one thing I didn't mention to you is that Ryan here is actually a local cop. Now, being that he's a cop, I take his testimony a little bit more seriously. Would you tell Amy what happened in the guest bedroom to you? It was about a 10 to 15 second situation okay. where my hands were pinned All up right. like this. Okay. He was looking at me like, I can do this to you. Mm-hmm. And I am doing this to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do it to you. Mm-hmm. That sound like the guy? Yes. Okay, do you know anything about him, like when he was alive? He told me that he was a convict and a felon. Extremely violent and angry person. Uh, he kept showing me a gun that he always had on him, never left his side. And he kind of indicated to me that he had done bad things with it. One guy comes to mind, I don't know if it fits or not, but it's a guy that lived right next door on your property. Uh, this guy named Tommy Nesbitt. Career criminal. He was all over the papers. I mean, every cop in the town knew him. He winds up doing burglaries on the trains that went through here. And then he robbed a hobo, a bum. And in the fight on the train, he fell off the train and one guy wound up dying. He went to jail for that, but they didn't charge him with the murder. They only charged him with the robbery. Now, he wound up only doing seven years and they did pardon him, but two of the reasons were because he had TB and his mother was dying. And when he was released, he'd wind up coming back here, living with his mom right next door. A few months later, he winds up dying of TB. He died in 1912. Kind of sounds like uh -huh. this guy. You're not gonna sleep well tonight. I haven't, I don't sleep well. Most of the time, Anyways. I've been ignoring it. Just hoping it would go away on its own. Yeah, it's controlling her a little bit, I think. He's my biggest concern. He definitely does pose a, a real threat. I mean, in a physical sense. But he's fixated on getting out of here, and he thinks that 
The only way to do that at this point is that he wants to destroy the house. And what he was showing me was gas line and fire. You better hope I don't pass away anytime soon. Anything else? I went out into the backyard. And as soon as I walked out there, there were these really bad things that would cause accidents and problems and horrible things to happen to people. And what I saw was like all these like kind of shapes in the trees and the brush. They are shapeshifters, so they will project themselves in whatever manner will scare someone. It's really bad. They've caused a lot of accidents to happen to people here. Um, very bad things have happened to people here. Well, could that explain some of the deaths the Utleys with the, the grandkids? That's what I'm thinking. Now, he won't limping his 18-month-old daughter here, or his wife, who's pregnant now. He won't be. Yeah, no way. Yeah. These things, they're capable of harming uh, anyone. I know it's got to be bothering you a little bit, knowing what's here now. Not a little bit, a lot. I won't be able to have him over here. So I ended up going into the storage room. Sitting there was this frail woman. She was extremely depressed. I think that you would feel her stress and her sadness. So what she does is she tries to come up to the master bedroom all the time. She wants to snuggle in the bed. She wants nurturing. You know, I felt very much like she was acting like a child. Don't you feel people get on your bed? Right. There's been times when I'm sleeping and I feel someone sitting on my bed. She's had a lot of experiences. I mean, she's even had a kiss. I just felt someone knelt down and just gave me a kiss goodnight. Never told me that. Could that have been this, this girl trying to... Yes. I did do a sketch of the girl uh, laying in the bed. <sighs> she looks very sad. This looks like a male. What I saw was a male and a female. Okay. And her cuddling with the mommy and daddy figure than she's doing with you, so. How does that make you feel like you're not alone in bed? Not good. It's more than what I expected. Well, Dawn, it's a good thing you have a son that worries about you so much because if you didn't call us in when he did, we don't know what would've happened to you. The question is, can you have a safe home and make this the place you want to live in and uh, live comfortably? So without an answer, I'm gonna turn it over to Amy. For the things in the back, they're some type of elemental. And basically an elemental is a being that never was in human form. They're not supposed to be bad, um, but I've encountered quite a few and I have seen them not be good towards living humans. So I think that a shaman should be brought in and having them do a ritual to set up a permanent boundary to keep those things at bay forever. And you can bring the kids over. Mm-hmm. The second thing 
is to have a psychic healer. So this person needs to come and go down and talk to the girl in the storage room. Okay, so this will get this whole kid out of here. Yes. So now once that happens, will Dawn start feeling any better? Yeah. You only no more sitting on the bed, no more feeling depressed, isolated. And then the third thing is hiring a male medium, who's a tough guy, to come in. And he is going to engage crazy guy. He's going to basically have to set this man straight and move him on. The elderly woman, once everything has been dealt with and she doesn't feel like there's a threat anymore, she'll leave. So you got three major steps, but at the end of all of it, you have your house back. I mean, do you feel better, Dawn? I just didn't expect all this. I'm just overwhelmed. It's not a good feeling. I feel better, I mean, based upon what she said. I mean, yeah. if it's fixable, something breaks and you can fix it. That's the goal here. It's for you to be happy in your own home and for your grandchildren to come here and him feel okay about coming here. That is the goal. Sorry, Mom, that I haven't brought her over more. You weren't paranoid. You had a good reason. But we're going to fix it. Dawn finally seems to understand just how active and dangerous her home is. But I believe if she follows my advice, she'll be able to live a peaceful life where her family will feel safe visiting her. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.